This is the Six Man Show, an Orlando Magic podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Osborne, and I'm covering all things Magic basketball. Five fans, four fans. Go Magic. What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? You guys are back with the Six Man Show with your boy Jonathan. Today is February 17th, 2020. That's when you'll be hearing this at least. And let's get right into this. Aaron Gordon was robbed last night. The slam dunk contest once again. Unbelievable. I'm I'm really going to I'm I'm so mad. I was so mad all last night. I went to bed with a headache. I couldn't sleep. Just everything. I woke up mad today. I put this Aaron Gordon jersey back on that I was wearing last night and I'm just mad. I've been doing, you know, my research, you know, for the show covering the games from last week, just looking at highlights again from the slam dunk contest, and I still cannot believe that Aaron was robbed once again last night. Just completely despicable, disgraceful, whatever negative adjective you want to add there, go right ahead. Before we get into that, I'm really going to try to hold off on doing this, this Aaron Gordon rant until until the end. I want to talk a little bit about the Orlando Magic like we do every single week. And then I promise we will get into the Aaron Gordon stuff. We will get into the rant. So let's get right into it. Let's not waste time. Let's talk weekly state of the Magic. We do this every single week just to kind of update you on what's going on with the Magic from the previous week, what their standings are so far throughout the season, and so on and so forth. Uh, you know, some news from the last week and stuff like that. So we'll start here. So on Monday, Josh Robbins of The Athletic reported that the Orlando City Council had approved a contract to allow the Magic to purchase some land in the downtown Orlando area near the Amway Center for $5.1 million. That land will be used for the Magic to build a new practice facility as well as orthopedic facilities and a health clinic. So um, this seems to be a trend in the NBA. Everybody wants new big practice facilities. The Magic just don't have a lot of room uh, to expand upon what they currently have at the Amway Center. So they've purchased land close to the Amway Center to to kind of build that new practice facility. And I, I don't really know how much of an impact that has on impending free agents or potential free agents, but it definitely can't hurt, right? So I think that'll be great for the Magic as well with that entertainment complex that they've been talking about building for it feels like five or six years now. I don't know, but they've started demolition, you know, in that area to try to build some of that entertainment complex, but I don't think the actual construction of that has really, you know, broken ground or anything like that. But speaking of Josh Robbins and The Athletic, he published a piece on Monday where he spoke with Jeff Weltman, the president of basketball operations for the Orlando Magic, about a few different things, one including the trade deadline and the decision to trade for James Ennis the path for Orlando to become a contender. Some really great questions that Jeff Weltman pretty much skated around. Now I get why he chose to do that, why, you know, he needs to do that, but it's true. You know, Josh asked him some pretty direct questions. And if you read that piece on the athletic, which I highly recommend subscribing to the athletic and checking out that piece. Uh, But he did skate around a lot of the questions that Josh asked him. However, the question and answer that I wanted to bring to attention was Josh asking Jeff Weltman directly whether or not the team brought in enough shooting in the offseason and Jeff's reply was an immediate and straight yes which if we're being honest I don't know how you look at this team and say that with a straight face because it is quite obviously the biggest flaw of this team Jeff Weltman also confirmed this week on ESPN Orlando I believe it was with Scott Inez that he believes that Jonathan Isaac is done for the rest of the season which most of us kind of already expected it but it makes it a little bit more 
official. So let's get right into the games. I, I'm this entire time that I'm talking right now, I really cannot focus. I, I just I'm thinking about the dunk contest over and over and over again, and just seeing the reactions unfold the last I don't know twelve I don't know sixteen hours whatever it is. Uh, just it's just really making it worse because everybody knows that Aaron Gordon was robbed. A great podcast, mate. Keep up that good work. On that note, call Chicago PD. We all witnessed the robbery. That's what I'm saying. This robbery was committed on live television, and these people were able to walk out of the United Center last night in Chicago, not in handcuffs. It's absolutely ridiculous. Let's talk about the games real quick. Magic went 2-0 and this week. Much-needed wins over Atlanta on Monday, and then an overtime win versus Detroit at home on Wednesday. Orlando is now 24-31 and on the season, still in sole possession of the 8th seed in the Eastern Conference, two games back of the 7th seed Brooklyn Nets, and three games up on the ninth place Washington Wizards. BasketballReference.com currently has the Magic with a 96.9% chance of making the playoffs with a 35.9% chance of securing the 7th seed. I keep bringing that stat up every single week as far as their chances of securing the 7th seed because I think it is so important for the Magic to avoid Milwaukee in the first round if you can help it. They've just completely destroyed us so far this season. It's just not a good matchup for Orlando. Short week for the Orlando Magic with the All-Star break. The Magic will not play again until this coming Friday when they take on the Dallas Mavericks at home, their only game of the week. So before we talk about the crime committed Saturday night, let's uh, really dive into these games. So versus Atlanta Monday night, after all the crap that we gave Aaron and Vooch for not being able to hit anything last week against the Bucks, they made up for it in a big way in this one. 26 points, 9 rebounds, 4 assists, 50% from the floor for AG, 2 of 3 from the 3-point line, and then a 24-point near triple-double, 9 rebounds, 9 assists for Vooch, including 10 of 15 from the floor, 4 of 6 from 3 as the Magic win, 135-126. to Season-high in points for the Magic and a season-high 18 three-pointers were made. We finally get the offensive explosion that this team is so desperately needed and honestly was due for, and hopefully the offense is starting to get back on track. But Orlando was down at halftime, 5 points, and then just shot the lights out in the second half, shooting 52% from the three-point line. 13 of 25 from behind the arc, and 56% in total in that second half. They just had enough offensive firepower to outlast the Hawks. Giving up 126 points obviously didn't play that well defensively, but when you score 135 points most nights, that is going to be enough to get it done. So including Vooch and AG, the Magic had four players go for 20 points or more. Evan Fournier also added 22 points. Terrence Ross with 21 points, shooting 5 of 10 from 3. And then in his first game with the Orlando Magic, James Ennis, I felt, had a huge impact on the energy and the intensity of that second unit. He ended the night with six points, five rebounds, three of those being absolutely huge offensive rebounds in just about 16 minutes of action. I really like what James Ennis brought in his first two games with the Orlando Magic. Moving on to Detroit Wednesday night. This game was just absolutely nuts. I'm going to go into this in a little bit more detail because just so much happened in this game. Last game before the All-Star break for the Magic, uh, they're looking to keep that winning momentum going. Mo Bamba missed this game due to flu-like symptoms, so Ken Birch took most of his minutes coming off of the bench. Orlando held a 22-point lead midway through the second quarter before they seemingly let their foot off of the gas and allowed Detroit to go on a 30-12 run to finish the half. Magic up four at the half. 
After hitting 18 threes on Monday against Atlanta, Orlando found themselves on the other end of the deal in this one, allowing Detroit to hit 18 threes, which was a huge part of them getting back into this game. And eventually, Detroit took a seven-point lead with six minutes and 30 seconds to go in the game. Markel Fultz had two huge buckets, bookending a Vucevic hook shot that Fultz was able to contribute the assist on to bring the Magic within three with 425 to go in the fourth quarter. And then as we've been saying for weeks, you know, when Fultz is able to have the ball in his hands and either score or create for others, good things typically happen. Down four with three minutes, six seconds to go. Aaron Gordon knocks down an absolutely huge pull-up three from the top of the key to bring the Magic within one. After a Detroit basket, which was followed up by three uh, three consecutive misses for each team, uh, Fultz was able to find AG again at the top of the key, who once again just hits an enormous three to tie the game at 103, with coincidentally 103 left to go in the game. After a Derrick Rose miss, Fultz would drive to the basket, draw a foul with 36 seconds left, hit both free throws to put Orlando up two. Next possession for Detroit, there's a miss. Christian Wood Tip in, slam, tie the game up with uh, 28 seconds to go at 105. Vucevic then gets a Kawhi-like bounce. Ball just hit every single part of the rim before that three drops. Uh, Magic up three with five seconds left before Langston Galloway is able to spring loose off of, which I might mention was an illegal screen set by Christian Wood on Markel Fultz that was not called. Uh, Galloway then hit the three from the top of the key with 1.4 seconds left. Magic were not able to get a shot off, so we went into overtime where the Magic were able to outlast the Pistons and win 116-112, to 112, taking a two-game win streak into the All-Star break. Markel Fultz finished the night with 22 points, 5 rebounds, 10 assists, shot 8-14 of 14 from the floor, 5-6 of 6 from the free throw line. Nikola Vucevic with a 19-point double-double, 11 rebounds. Evan Fournier, 19 points, 4 of 7 from 3. And then Aaron Gordon with his second straight game of at least 25 points and 9 rebounds. Also added 9 assists in this one. Speaking of Aaron Gordon, we're getting to this. Aaron Gordon over his last 5 games now averaging 19.4 points, 8.2 rebounds, 5.4 assists while shooting 44% from the floor, 36% from 3, and 80% from the free throw line. This is the Aaron Gordon that we need, that we've been waiting on that we've been hoping would arise basically since the playoffs last year. We just thought and we felt like Aaron Gordon had this all-star potential. He keeps playing like this. Now it's only five games. It's a very small sample size, but if he continues to play like that, then that is going to be the leap that we are looking from uh, Aaron Gordon for. All right, let's get down to business to defeat the Huns like Mulan. I don't know why I just made a Disney reference. People watching on Twitch, you also might notice new headphones. I sat on my old headphones like a month ago. I kept forgetting to buy them, but now I've got them. Shout out to Audio Technica. Uh, That's my mic, my headphones, great audio equipment. All right, I'm going to stop stalling. I'm going to try not to yell, okay? Aaron Gordon was completely robbed last night, okay? Where this story really starts, okay, we're, we're talking about 2016, right? So 2015... We have Victor Oladipo in the dunk contest, right? Everybody's all hyped up about that. We've got this other young gun, Zach Levine, in the dunk contest. So, you know, Victor Oladipo comes out. He has a a few nice dunks, right? I believe that was the year that Zach Levine maybe came out in, like, the Toon Squad jersey, right? He's just got crazy dunks. Like, as 
excited as I was for Victor Oladipo in that dunk contest, as soon as Zach Levine, I forget what his first dunk was, but as soon as he hit his first dunk, I was like, oh, Vic's in trouble. This is not going to end well for Vic tonight. And Zach Levine won the dunk contest, right? One of the the most explosive and entertaining uh, you know, contestants that we had seen in the dunk contest in a while, Zach Levine won the dunk contest in, in 2015. So we've got this young gun ourselves the following year. We've seen Aaron Gordon, you know, hitting 360s in games, you know, hitting double clutch dunks in games, reverse dunks in games. So Aaron Gordon is in the 2015 slam dunk contest, right? And Aaron just completely annihilates, just shuts it down, right? You remember stuff being on the hoverboard, Aaron Gordon getting ready to take off for his dunk and says, wait a minute. Has stuff start to revolve on this hoverboard with the ball in his hands? Aaron Gordon then comes with the 360 scoop windmill dunk with one hand, hits the 50, and we're like, oh man, now this is getting real. Like Aaron Gordon is ascending to slam dunk competition legend in front of our very eyes. Zach Levine did some kind of dunk that he probably did three other times in the dunk contest that night. I don't even remember, right? The next dunk that we have from Aaron Gordon is stuff's got to be close to seven feet tall. Like he he's a big, he's a freaking mascot. They're always bigger than the actual person in the mascot suit, right? But he's got the ball resting on his head. Aaron Gordon then does what is now referred to as the chair in the air, where it literally looks like he is sitting in a chair in midair, grabs the ball with his right hand, puts the ball underneath both legs, grabs it with his left hand, and then finishes with a one-handed, left-handed dunk, right? Zach Levine then also gets a 50. So they decide that these guys now have to go into a dunk-off, like essentially overtime, they're just going to go dunk for dunk, right? Everybody knows the story. Zach Levine did the same dunks over and over and over again. Aaron Gordon, you know, has that, basically is almost like a, a triple clutch dunk where he puts the ball you know, behind his head, down through his legs before he then actually dunks the ball. I don't even think he got a 50 for that. And then he lost the the slam dunk contest to Zach Levine. Zach Levine said that night, I, I don't feel like I won the slam dunk contest because he didn't. Everybody knew from that point on, Aaron Gordon was robbed. It, it's, it's become a meme over the last four years. He, he went on Ellen. When do you see the loser or the runner-up of an NBA slam dunk contest get all this press to the point where he's on like daytime talk shows? Aaron Gordon went on Ellen after losing that dunk contest. So he comes back in 2017. There's some technical malfunctions, some technical difficulties with the drone. If the drone is wobbling even a little bit, it's not dropping the, the ball at the correct angle for it to pick up enough speed to bounce off of the ground the way Aaron Gordon needed it to happen for him to pull off his dunk. So basically, I throw the 2017 dunk contest out the window, right? Whatever. So Aaron Gordon basically at that point said he was probably done with the slam dunk contest. There were some rumblings at the beginning of the year that Aaron Gordon might want to be in it. It's going to be in Chicago. Maybe they can get a third rematch or a third round with another rematch of him and Zach Levine to to bring back the memories of the 2016 dunk contest, which in my opinion, you can, you know, argue, you know, Vince Carter in, in 2000 or MJ versus Dominique as being the best slam dunk contest. But in my opinion, 
maybe until last night. No, still, go, even going back to 2016, that is the best slam dunk competition we've ever seen. Aaron Gordon should have won, whatever. But they were trying to run it back, essentially, right? So last night, okay, whew, I'm, I'm, just, I'm getting so hyped and I'm starting to shake. I'm so mad thinking about this, okay? So we have Aaron Gordon, Dwight Howard, Derrick Jones Jr., and Pat Connaughton in this slam dunk contest, right? Oh, man. So, Pat Connaughton, whatever. He, he had a couple of nice dunks. I mean, his dunks were better than Dwight Howard's, but he's almost like a, a non-factor in this slam dunk contest. Let me tell you when I had the first like inkling of an idea that something screwy was going on with this slam dunk contest, that something was wrong, right? Dwight Howard brings out Jameer Nelson, okay, during the beginning of a slam dunk contest underneath Dwight's jersey, I could see like a little blue undershirt, right? So I knew he was bringing back the Superman dunk, knew that was going to happen. But this man brings out Jameer Nelson, instantly starts tugging on my heartstrings. Jameer is one of my favorite Magic players of all time. Obviously, that was the last time that this team was any good and any relevant, you know, 2008, 2009, 2010, all that good stuff. But he brought out Jameer, and I was like, oh, man, he's bringing out Jameer. He's doing the Superman dunk, like bring, bringing me back to my childhood, right? The good old days. When I, when I had some you know, sense of being happy about the way that the Orlando, Orlando Magic played on a regular basis. And he's, so he's got the Superman shirt on. He's got the Superman logo. He pulls off the Superman logo, and it's, he's got a 24 there. Obviously signaling, you know, tribute, homage to Kobe Bryant. So Jameer is standing behind the the the, the backboard. Dwight takes off from like the three-point line. Jameer lobs it up. Dwight might have jumped like a, a few feet from, you know, in front of like the restricted area, and it's a one-hand dunk. You've probably seen that dunk by Dwight Howard in games probably 20 or 30 times by now. It's just an inbounds lob to, to Dwight Howard, and he dunks it, right? Because of the fact that, and God rest his soul, because of the fact that that was an homage and a tribute dunk to Kobe, all of the judges, ooh, the judges, ooh, Dwayne Wade, Common, Candace Parker, Chadwick Bozeman, and Scottie Pippen, they all agree, okay, that's a 50. That was not a 50 dunk. The only reason they gave that 50 was because and it was an homage to Kobe Bryant. And I understand the sentiment there, and I appreciate it. I really do. But we're judging the slam dunk contest, okay? That was not a 50 dunk. That was a 40 at the absolute most, okay? But at that moment, I was like, oh, I'm, these judges are not taking this seriously. At that moment, I knew, right? I'm losing my train of thought here. But that's when I knew the, the first moment that something was not right with these judges. So moving on, Aaron Gordon's first dunk of the night, okay, is between the legs and then behind his head. And b- between his legs backwards, might I add. Not the, the front way, like a lot of people, but behind, but backwards through the legs behind his head gets a 50. And I'm not trying to rag on Derrick Jones Jr., okay? I'm really not. That's not my goal and that's not my point in this I'm not trying to bring down what he did he put on an absolutely crazy performance if he was in the slam dunk contest any year other than 2020 and 2016 he possibly would have deserved to win any 
dunk contest in the history of the NBA apart from last night in 2016, okay? But this dude brings out a birthday cake on his birthday to make the whole crowd sing him happy birthday, brings out a prop that has nothing to do with his dunk, and then the dunk that he does, he misses the first attempt. The second dunk, he had to push off of Bam Adebayo to get enough lift so that he could dunk the ball. How corny is it to bring your own birthday cake somewhere? This was not a birthday party, mind you. No one was like, hey, Derek, we're throwing a birthday party. You're going to have to bring your own cake, but we'll all sing happy birthday. Nobody said that. This dude pulls up with the birthday cake unannounced, okay, has the whole crowd awkwardly sing him happy birthday, and then just has, in my opinion, what's a weak dunk. That was my criticism of Derek Jones Jr. coming into the slam dunk contest. We saw him in 2017. He just does not have the level of creativity that Aaron Gordon has. It's just, it's not, it's not even in the same atmosphere, okay? Aaron Gordon, in my opinion, wherever you want to rank him in, in the best dunkers in history, in NBA slam dunk contest history, he's the most creative dunker that we've ever seen. I, I don't think that's an argument, but whatever, okay? So then... Well, I can't, I, I'm so mad, I can't even remember what Aaron's next dunk was, okay? But Aaron, one of the variations of, of, a, of a dunk that he had, okay? So that his first dunk was between the legs, behind the head. Oh, the next dunk was a, he jumped over Chance the Rapper, who had the ball on his head. He has a 180, so it's basically a reverse dunk onto the other side. It gets another 50, Right, so these guys then go. Derek Jones Jr. and Aaron Gordon go into the next round. Derek Jones Jr.'s first dunk, we already went over that. His next three dunks basically were some kind of a variation of a between the legs dunk. He did the same dunk three times last night. Okay, so Aaron's next dunk, okay, was I believe it was another dunk over Chance, where he went over him and did some kind of other variation of like a, a 180 over Chance the Raptor. Chance the Rapper, not the Raptor. What What is wrong with me? I can't even speak right now. Yeah, Chance is from Chicago. Jimmy Fulbrook in the chat holding it down. What's going on, bro? Um, I, I mean to read everything that you're saying, but I'm, I'm, I've got a train of thought going here, and I'm, I'm heated right now. I can't even lie. So then they decide that, um, that this dunk is going to go into – to overtime, right? Both of these guys, they get, you know, 50 on both their dunks in the final period. Derrick Jones Jr., no surprise, does. It, it was incredible. Don't get me wrong. Off of the backboard over a guy between the legs dunk. But then Aaron Gordon has Markel Fultz throw the ball off of the side of the backboard. He catches it with one hand, 360 dunk. The dunk contest should have been over right then and there, right? Let me break this down how dunk offs should work in the NBA Slam Dunk Contest. And I will debate this with anybody for the rest of my life until I die. Okay? If you decide that in the final round, each guy's score is the same, whether it's they're both 50s, in this case, we'll say that both these guys, both their dunks in the final rounds were 50s. At that point, when you go to a dunk off, it needs to be dunk for dunk. You can do this one of two ways. The first way, there's no scoring. The first guy does his dunk, everybody freaks out, whatever. The second guy does his dunk, everybody freaks out, whatever. It then goes to a judge vote. Which of those two dunks were better? Whoever has the better dunk wins the slam dunk contest. It's over. That's it. It's a wrap. If you still want to keep the scoring system right in that dunk off, 
The first dunk, no matter what happens, is a 40 dunk by default. Even if the guy misses the dunk, right? It's a 40 by default. The second guy dunking, okay, if his dunk is better than the other dunk, okay, you give him a 45 or a 50. We have a definitive winner. You can use the scoring system. It's over. If the dunk is worse, you give him a 30. You're still able to use the scoring system. You're still getting a definitive champion, and it is over. The reason that Aaron Gordon has now been robbed in two slam dunk contests has been because, one, of crappy judging, and two, off of this broken scoring system when it comes to a dunk off. Okay, You cannot tell me that Zach Levine's dunks in 2016 were as good as Aaron Gordon, especially the, the chair in the air. That is the single best dunk that we have ever seen in the slam dunk contest, the chair in the air over stuff. They're, they made a freaking bobblehead out of that dunk for a guy who lost the slam dunk contest. That's how you know it's the best dunk in NBA dunk contest history. Once Aaron made that dunk, okay, they gave him a 50. Now, what Zach Levine did after that point in most cases, would probably be considered a 50. But was it equal or better than Aaron Gordon's dunk? Not a chance. That is how they need to break down the scoring. You know what? I don't even care how they break down the scoring for the rest of eternity for these slam dunk contests because I'm done watching them. I, I really am. Unless we get another Orlando guy in there, of course I will watch them. But if it's a bunch of dudes that I don't care about, I will not be watching the slam dunk contest because it's an absolute joke. Okay? So that's part of my rant. The fact that the the scoring system is completely broken, that it makes no sense. Aaron Gordon, this stat came out last night. He is the only player in history with five dunks rated out of 50 that has zero slam dunk titles. It's absolutely ridiculous, okay? Now, the next part of this rant for me has to do with Dwayne Wade, okay? I have, for a while now, just found him kind of corny, all right, but... He's arguably one of the greatest shooting guards in the history of basketball, so you give him his props, right? Whatever. I find the Gatorade commercial with him and his wife, I, I just find it super-duper corny, okay? not it, this, has, this isn't like a, a male supremacy thing or anything like that. It's just the fact that his wife is you know, like a, a model and an actor, and she's good at what she does, right? Dwayne Wade... Until Up until this year, was an NBA athlete for like, what, 16, 17 years, okay? When she's like doing all these things and, and like trying to one him up in these commercials, it's just like, why am I ranting about a Gatorade commercial? That's how mad and salty I am about last night, that I'm, I'm criticizing Dwayne Wade's performances in Gatorade commercials. That's how upset I am at Dwayne Wade. You can call me butthurt. I am butthurt. I have every right to be butthurt about this, all right? Call me salty, big mad. Whatever you want to throw in there because absolutely true and I have every single right to be. Anyways, Dwayne Wade, okay, let me let me pull this up because this is a, a tweet last night from Ramona Sh- uh, Shelburne who was talking to Common last night after the slam dunk contest. And this is what Common had to say. Where did it go? Okay, we thought it was going to be tied. We were like, this is a tie. But somebody didn't do it right. I don't know who it is. Now, if you look at the video from last night, I've retweeted the video, uh, Worldwide Wob, the uh, famed you know NBA, 
I guess you could call him an analyst or writer or whatever you want to call him. He tweeted out like this five-minute video covering how the fix was in with Dwayne Wade. Okay, first and foremost, he it was he picked Derrick Jones Jr. from the very beginning to win the whole thing because he played with Derrick Jones Jr. at Miami last year. Blah blah blah. blah. Miami, whatever. Who who cares, right? All right. So that last that last dunk that Derrick Jones Jr. had that he got a 48 for because he did a, a windmill dunk from like a foot in front of the free throw line. Yeah, it's impressive. It has almost zero creativity. And then Aaron Gordon jumps over seven foot freaking six Jolly Green Giant, you know, Taco Fall, right? Just oh, this makes me so mad. So all the judges agreed basically that they were going to make this a tie again after that dunk, right? So I am led to believe that Common and Candace Parker were supposed to Common, Candace Parker, and Dwayne Wade were supposed to give Aaron Gordon 10s. Chadwick Boseman and Scottie Pippen were supposed to give Aaron Gordon 9s. Dwayne Wade, before they put the scores up, is taking his earpiece out, okay? Walking off stage laughing because he knows that he went against what he had agreed to, okay? He wanted to get out of there. He wanted Derrick Jones Jr. to win. So he gave Aaron Gordon a nine, and Aaron Gordon was robbed once again from winning an NBA slam dunk contest title. Any respect that I have for Dwayne Wade is just completely gone out of the door. I'm, I'm mad that... Like you just don't have at that point you just don't have any integrity as a human being. Some people will say it's not that serious. Maybe it's not, but I'm heated and I don't care who says what about what I'm saying right now. I'm mad. I'm really mad for Aaron Gordon. That's what this comes down to. Is this dude is one of the best dunkers that we've ever had in NBA slam dunk contest history, right? And this dude does not have a title. Now, being a, a man of optimism, um, I would say that this is actually a better scenario for Aaron Gordon because people, if you go on on Twitter right now, uh, while I'm talking here, I'll pull up my Twitter feed and, and see how long it is before I see something about Aaron Gordon being robbed. But the fact that you know he's now been robbed in two slam dunk contests, right? And you know he's look, but took me two seconds, and I'm already seeing stuff about Aaron Gordon being robbed from the slam dunk contest. But people are talking about this so much more than they would have had he won. If he had won, people would be like, man, that was crazy. I can't believe he won that. And then today, nobody would be talking about it at all. But because of this, the fact that this dude has now been robbed twice, should have been the rightful champ in two slam dunk contests now. One, he, this dude just put out a new shoe. So people are talking about his shoe. People are talking about Aaron Gordon. Just the, the level of like, star of Aaron Gordon is just rising with this, right? This dude is now going to be put into, you know, rankings of immortality because I'm going to be telling my kids about this. I'm going to show them 30 years from now, people will still be talking about how Aaron Gordon was robbed in two slam dunk contests, how he is the best dunker to never win an NBA slam dunk contest. It's been, what do we, I don't know, five, it's been like 19 hours now since all this transpired and I still cannot believe it. It's upsetting. It's honestly, it's just pathetic. You know, somebody made the point that if the NBA is really taking these slam dunk contests seriously, then we don't need, you know, Common and Chadwick Boseman, Black Panther judging dunk contests. It just, it's absolutely 
just ridiculous, right? It's just, man, I'm, oh, I got, I feel better now. I've, I've ranted a little bit. I've been holding this in since last night, and it, it is what it is. I don't have anything really left to say about it. Aaron Gordon was robbed. End of story. I just, man, I, I feel, I really feel for the dude. He really deserved it. The entire world was mad. Like Giannis couldn't believe it. All the players that were there couldn't believe it. The announcers on TNT couldn't believe it. Most of the judges couldn't believe it. Man, it's just, it's a, it's a bad, bad feeling for this dude to get robbed twice. I can't even imagine what he was feeling like last night. He just, he felt like he got robbed. He really, really did. I think after 2016, he kind of took it as like a moral victory. Like, you know, I showed out and Zach showed out, but this time I know he really wanted it. I know he believed he was going to win. He should have won. And he, he just feels robbed at this point. But I hope he just takes that energy and puts it into his game. And I hope the Magic just go on a, another unbelievable post-All-Star break run like we saw them do last year. Like I said earlier in the show, I really need to see them, um, you know, get out of that, you know, eighth seed into the seventh seed. Um, and, you know, really, you know, just get a better matchup because Milwaukee has been killing us, um, you know, just every single time. That, that we've played, and Jimmy's saying, do I hear what D-Wade said after the contest? Yeah, I saw what D-Wade said after the dunk contest, that he wasn't the only person that put a 9. Yeah, but you were supposed to, and you agreed to put a 10 there. So, D, like I said, no respect for D-Wade. That, to me, that dude is, is irrelevant. I could care less about what he says. He showed that he's a fool last night, and I... He, he's just whack. I don't care if D-Wade hears this. I don't care if I see D-Wade in person. I'll say the same thing to him. That was the the most whack thing I've ever seen done in a in a dunk contest, and for that I I have no respect for him. So, whatever. But I'm done talking about it. I mean, not really. I'll probably talk about this for the rest of my life, but for now, I'm done talking about it. Aaron Gordon was robbed. We all know what it is, and uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. But I give major props to Aaron Gordon. He showed out. He made Orlando proud. Definitely with those 361s, those new shoes that he's dropped with this deal with the shoe company from China. Whenever those shoes drop, definitely going to cop me a pair. Aaron, if you're listening to this, I already tweeted this out today. Uh, oh, props on the song that you dropped, by the way. That song, Pull Up, is actually really good. He Aaron sounds really good on it. I look forward to hearing some some more from him. I would have liked to see him spit a little bit more on that track, but he definitely had good presence on the mic. You know, his voice sounds good and everything like that. So props to dropping that song. But um, I'm also going to have to to cop a pair of those 361s when you drop them. But because of this, you know, everything that went down, I would very much suggest that you take that shoe, make some kind of gray and orange colorway to represent the city jersey that you were wearing last night, and call that the People's Champ colorway on those 361s because I would definitely cop those. And I know a lot of other people from the feedback that I've received on Twitter since suggesting that. I know a lot of people would cop those as well. So if you do that, you want to throw me a pair, I wouldn't be mad at that. I would actually really appreciate that. So i love to get Aaron on the show to to you know talk about the dunk contest and hear his thoughts. But I'm sure he's you know over it. He's done talking about it, whatever. But it is what it is. So... Thank you guys for listening to my rant. I had to get that off of my chest. Thank you guys so much for once again listening to the show and supporting each week. I did get one question um, asking um, whether or not that Aaron, 
you know, hitting those 450s in a row should have, you know, automatically given him the dunk contest by default. And why can I not open this now to see who that was? So that was from Ramon5378 on Twitter, Markel Magic. And what should the NBA do about the judges? They shouldn't do anything about the judges. It's just whack. Obviously, I don't. Th- I, what they should do about the judges is not bring D Wade back. You know, that's just that. He, just the way that he handled that was just absolutely irresponsible. And that that man should be locked up in Chicago Penitentiary right now. That man committed a crime on national television, robbing Aaron Gordon of that dunk contest. But it is what it is. No, I don't think he should have automatically won. But if it does go to a dunk con, a dunk off, they just need to go dunk for dunk and decide whose dunk is better and go from there. The scoring system, if you're not utilizing it properly, it doesn't work in the the case of a dunk off. So, but it is what it is. But thank you guys so much for listening. I don't have anything else for today's show. Uh, Tune in next week. Put out episodes every single Monday. If this is your first time listening to the show, I don't usually rant like this, only when something very, very egregious and ridiculous happens. But thank you guys so much for listening to the Six Man Show. This has been your boy Jonathan, and I will catch you guys next time. See ya! Thanks for listening to the Six Man Show. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher to get new episodes downloaded directly to your phone. Please take a minute to give us a five-star rating and a review. It would really help us out a lot. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Six Man Show and like us on Facebook. We'll catch you guys next time. Go Magic!